Welcome to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. In this program, you will activate the changes that need to be made in your life through the processes of cleaning, clearing, and reconnection with your own divinity. It's time to begin the process to heal yourself. Now, here are your hosts, Laota and Ahad Rasul. Good morning, family, and welcome to another conversation of transformation with Ms. Lauta Rasul, and I am Ahad Rasul, your co-host. Now, uh, today, the topic of our conversation is fear. We are, uh, we find it very, very important to speak about this topic. However, we're going to speak about it in, from the perspective of how we can be in control of our experience so that this experience of fear that we have does not dictate our actions. However, we use it for what it was originally given to us to experience. I'd like to invite everyone who's listening to call in with any questions or comments in relationship to the topic of today's show. If you are, if you have experienced anything that rings in harmony with what we're speaking about, feel free to call in and get and share your experience. If you are not, not clear on something that we're speaking about, if you just want to, you know, call in and make a little comment and go, whatever you have to offer, we are greatly appreciative. So feel free to call in. Now, to introduce the talent, the star of the show, what everybody, <laughs> who everyone's here to, you know, speak with, Miss Lauta Russell, good morning. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Ahad, and in Lakesh, everyone, greetings and salutations. This is a, a show that we've been really looking forward to and talking about, and we have conversations about the, these uh, topics that we have, that we share with you in our weekly shows at home as well. And we have a special guest who I'll be introducing shortly, but I want to bring the topic for it, which is about fear, first by um, paraphrasing something I wrote in a pamphlet about frequency water a while ago. And it's the idea that we live in times when uh, the times where lies are being destroyed about inadequacy and competition and hatred, and that fear, which is lower energies, are being destroyed as well. The old ways of judgment and pain are obsolete now, and the price we have paid is inflated and in direct proportion to our unwavering positions of inflexibility and our steadfast devotion to our own pain and interference patterns that we create through our fears and that we produce these interference patterns in our experiences. With It's time now to... S- cease the argument for our limitations and allow for the expansion so that we can reveal to ourselves a clear path to our own evolution. This is an opportunity we have to abandon our positions of soul poverty and to sing a new song as the birds sing the leaves into being. So I wanted to share that at the top of the show because this show could be an opportunity to um, walk away from debilitating fears that have held us all hostage. And I'm very happy to um, introduce you to Wayman Favors, who will be our special on-air guest today. I chose him and he chose me, and um, he is the 
spiritual architect of my family. He is not only an author and our editor, a master property clearer and a soul clearer, he's also the one who gives us the stability in my family. So I'm so happy to say that I am his woman and he is my man and here is my husband, Wayman, to discuss this topic of fear with us today. Wayman? So good morning in Lakesh, namaste to my wife, to Ahad, to everyone in the listening audience. So now, after that glowing, marvelous, wonderful introduction, I am now afraid to speak. <laughs> uh, seriously, I want to thank Laota and Ahad for inviting me onto the show, uh, particularly to talk about this topic, because I've, over the years, given a great deal of thought to it, primarily because I'm one of those folks, probably like most of you, who has had to face and work through fear of various kinds. When Laota asked me if I would participate on the show, of course I was delighted to do it because I love the show. I listen to it religiously. I love the interaction between Ahad and Laota. And uh, the topic interested me. And it's funny because I thought I knew a lot about fear, having examined my own, faced my own sometimes, and thought about the idea intellectually and spiritually. And after Laota shared with me what the topic was going to be, I had to completely recalibrate. And it was not until yesterday when I was out on my morning walk while I was thinking about what it was that I would say that I actually re-examined what I thought I knew about fear and put it in a more practical context, let me say. So to get to dive right in, there are two kinds of fear. Uh, there is normal fear, which comes with the equipment. And by, by that, I mean it comes with us as human beings. And there's nothing foreboding or grave about it. It's an emotion, just like joy, just like peace, just like uh, tranquility. And it is as important as those other emotions because Emotions are a special kind of energy. They serve a very special purpose. And I'll go into that a little bit more, but I want to introduce the second kind of fear, which is what I call, after my revelation yesterday, Wizard of Oz fear. And I'll speak first about Wizard of Oz fear because it's the one that I think most people identify with or should identify with, particularly if you're interested in getting rid of fear or more importantly than that, embracing fear 
as a friend because it can be helpful to you. So as I was thinking about this idea, the second kind of fear, I flashed back to the original Wizard of Oz movie that was made in 1939. And I went directly to a scene close to the end of the movie where Dorothy and the Cowardly Lion, the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, and Dorothy's dog Toto are back in the Emerald City and they are before the Wizard of Oz having vanquished the witch. And as proof of having vanquished her, they brought with them her broomstick. And this was the price that the Wizard of Oz exacted from them in order to get Dorothy back home. So they're in front of the wizard and they've got the broomstick and there's this 35 foot high bald head face, um, scowling, angry, shouting, being mean and unpleasant. Fire is blasting up out of the floor. There's smoke billowing everywhere. And there's this loud, thunderous-like sound. And just at the moment when the wizard is expressing his most vile, powerful self, the little dog Toto pulls the curtain back, and there's this little old, frail, white-haired man manipulating a microphone and some other uh, props. And he even refers to himself as a humbug when they ask who he is. And a humbug is an unpleasant person, somebody who uh, says or does things that are not necessarily accurate. And that is what I call, or that is a description of what I'm calling Wizard of Oz fear, because it's not real. It's the fear that we make in our own minds when we are confronted by real fear. And it's funny because it's actually a really good example of how much power we have. And to explain a little bit more, I'll go back to the idea of real fear and real fear is just, by definition, a strong emotion caused by great worry about something that's dangerous or painful or unknown that is or might happen. And all it is is information. It's just like every other emotion that we have. And it's actually kind of like it's analogous to um, sight, sound, taste, touch, or smell. When you touch something, you get a sense of what it is. It's rough, it's smooth, it's silky, and it provides information that goes to your brain so you can determine what you're going to do about this thing that you felt. Or it's like sight, where you can look out and see yellow, brown, green, red, fat, skinny, tall, short, all kinds of shapes. You get information about something that helps you decide what you're going to do about what it is you're looking at. Or it's like sound. You hear something. It's loud. It's soft. It vibrates. It gives you information. Emotions are the same way. And fear is kind of what I call an apex emotion because it has a special duty. Now, 
if you will, bear with me, uh, back to the idea of emotions. All emotions require that you do something because there's information that's coming into your brain that you have to evaluate and make determinations about. And these, this emotional energy is super fast. It has to be fast to get messages to our brains to give us the time that we need to evaluate to make determinations about what we're going to do. And to give you kind of an analogy about how fast it is, when you send a signal from your brain to some other part of your body to do or not do something, some of those impulses, those nerve impulses, travel at speeds of up to 200 miles per hour. So when you break that down, that means that a, a, an impulse can travel from your brain to some part of your body in something like 164th of a second. Thought travels even faster than that. And emotions are those special kind of thoughts that come to you quickly so you can make evaluations about something. Fear, that's all it is. It's, it is supposed to provide us with information. But what we do, what we have been conditioned to do, what we have been taught to do from the time we're born is to kind of dumb ourselves down. And that dumbing down process has allowed us to excel at being average. So to get back to the idea of what Wizard of Oz fear does, we take our own tremendous power, the power that we have been given from divine, this unique, unconquerable power to do anything and everything, particularly in the positive, and we use it to scare ourselves. We use it to, as a, an excuse to do nothing. Because the difference between real fear, which is just information, and Wizard of Oz fear is, Wizard of Oz fear does something too. But what it does is, it requires you to freeze. Because you have created something humongous out of something that is actually nothing at all, like the Wizard of Oz. Instead of it, him being a 35-foot-tall, angry, gruff, powerful, menacing figure, he was a, a humbug. And that's really what fear is. It's a humbug. And when we use it properly, it can provide us with information that helps us get to the next level that can help us calibrate our vibration in such a way that our response to whatever the stimulus is that's coming to us, we can determine with accuracy how we will deal with it. It might mean that you have to run away because you don't want to stand in the face of a 400-pound tiger and say, I think I'll go pet him. But it, you won't be fearful about it. You will have had an opportunity based on the information that came to you to make a decision about what your correct course of action should be. So let me stop droning on for a minute and get this wonderful program back to the co-host and 
take this idea a little bit further. Thank you. Well, can't wait. We actually are coming up on our break. So on the other side of the break, we will dive into this idea of fear. However, we will dive into it more as what we are to do to eliminate Wizard of Oz fear and to use fear as or what for its purpose, for why we were given it, why it's a part of our senses, why it's an emotion that is necessary for us to have. So everyone bear with us and we'll be right back. is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you were originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing, and you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to laotaofthesun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Well, welcome back. We've been uh, listening to um, Wayman talk about ideas concerning fear and giving us excellent visual analogies from information we're all familiar with in our own experience. And I want to, I'm going to ask Wayman to come back on and speak a little bit more, but I want to share some ideas for you to think on about how to eliminate fear and how to recognize uh, some of the things that we've been told these um, Images that we've been given are just spectacular. And some of the ways that, or one way that I think is really important to bring forward, and I'll, bring a, I'll give you another way later, is to recognize inside yourself that anytime you have an experience of resistance, you're experiencing fear. So if you don't want to give someone a phone call, if you're not wanting to answer the door, 
if uh, you don't you want to avoid certain people, you don't want to walk into a room because somebody's going to be there that you used to date or any of that. All of that has everything to do with fear. And this is not the fear that this is on your way. You're on the yellow brick road running down the uh, Wizard of Oz land about to meet, you know, the Oz. The, these levels of fear eventually accumulate and add up and become a mountain, an avalanche of living in a fearful existence. And I think, um, Ahad, I think you even were uh, mentioning in our earlier conversation, you know, some things concerning how people relate these kinds of experiences, this idea of, you know, feeling the resistance and then giving in to the resistance. And then that mountain grows to be larger and larger and larger. Yes. And I actually want to uh, ask Wayman or share my understanding of this Wizard of Oz fear so you can confirm if we're on the right track or not. Uh, what I'm understanding you to say, the Wizard of Oz fear, which is such a cool <laughs> terminology, is that this is something that has been built up in one's mind and we make that build up or the thing that has been built up in our minds the the most the bigger than ourselves bigger than our own ability power control or whatever it might be so as the example of the wizard of oz what they're looking at is what the the impact that the Wizard of Oz has when everyone in the land, the, the impact that the Wizard of Oz can blow fire from some direction, the impact that the Wizard of Oz's uh, avatar stands so tall and so big and so bright and all these different things, and the voice is so deep. However, there is not, there was never an action that justified the fear. It was the impression of how this came off to be so in our own lives if we're going to if we're experiencing wizard of oz fear it's it would be related somewhat like what we hear about oh i got a perfect example all right so my name is ahad rasul and that name is a very uh interesting name to travel with because it's you know it has arabic backgrounds and it's it's always tied or associated with being something muslim and so many other different uh things that cause that to be a very fun name to to walk around with especially when you're going to fly and things like that so we know about so many things that's happened over countless years between america and in these Islamic uh, countries and things like that, that even though I've never experienced anything in my for my own life that has caused me to to have a concern about how I'm going to be treated because of my name, if I build up the experience that is probably going to happen because of the name that I carry, if I build up the experience of what I know or what I think I know about how people will view me because of my name. Then I'm, and then I choose to let me try to go change my name or I choose to say, I don't want to fly or I go into 
uh, experience of going, you know, of traveling, where it might be, in a real suspicious, fearful way, then I'm making my experience be what it's going to be because I've let a, a situation or a circumstance be bigger than my own ability to have a smooth and peaceful interaction regardless of who I am. And one thing I've, you know, I've talked to countless people as well, and, I've, and I have had little funny interactions that make, that remind me that, you know, this is real, this built up fear, this Wizard of Oz fear is real on both sides because for me, it could be the Wizard of Oz fear of thinking like, oh, here I go, I'm going to get, I'm going to get picked out, you know, I'm going to get mistreated, I'm going to get this, that, and the third. But on the on the other side, a person who never sees me, never met me, and never knows my name, when they interact with me, they don't have a reason to be in fear. However, as soon as they, because of this Wizard of Oz fear, as soon as they see my name associated with whatever it is, then, then oh yeah, that's someone we need to check out, you know. We might have a reason to be in fear of this person, you know, or something that they might be capable of or interested in doing or anything like that. So that Wizard of Oz fear is working both ways, which which produces a situation where there really needs to be fear. Because now I feel like I'm being mistreated and now the person feels like because I'm carrying that energy, then the person or the the yeah, the per- people who I feel that way about feels my energy of being uptight, tense, combative. And then they experience that same thing. So we've made it now a reality that it never was. All because of this, was of this perceived fear because of something that, something that never even happened to them. Hey, <clears throat> that's an excellent example. And uh, you've also given me an opportunity to share another aspect of this idea that is critically important. And because the situation you described is a perfect one where there is this wizard of potential for Wizard of Oz fear manifesting on both sides. And the idea that I want to introduce is vibration. When you are operating in the kind of fear that is what I'll call Geiger counter fear, where you put the Geiger counter to the the radioactive metal, you know how much radiation is coming, you you can determine how close you want to get to it, what you need to do to secure it or to make it safe for yourself and everyone else. Now, when you're operating in that mode, you have an opportunity to determine everything that could possibly take place before you take one step. So you know you have this beautiful name, and you know that folks are homophobic and they have strange ideas. And so you take every precaution before you go. You got your passport in order, your driver's license in order. You're wearing clothes that don't have metal in them so they don't make the metal detector go off. Everything that you can possibly do, you've done it before you ever even step out of your house to go to the airport. And the other thing that you know is you are such a wonderful person that no matter what your name is, when you smile, when you greet these people with the vibrational energy that you carry, no matter what they're thinking, you are going to neutralize them because you are not carrying 
Wizard of Oz fear. Whether they are or not, you will have the power because you, you are that powerful being made in the image of divine to neutralize any other kind of energy that comes in your presence. So it is, in, in essence, it's not the fear or the situation or the stimulus that, that is coming to us. It's our reaction to it. And we have an opportunity to control that because it ultimately is the self, me, you, whoever the person is, who creates this bugaboo or this Wizard of Oz mentality, or it is you who has the opportunity to remain in the high vibrational status that you want to be in in order to continue to experience life as it was meant to be experienced so that everything about you and everything about everyone who interacts with you is joyful. And uh, before I turn the mic back over to you and Laota, I want to I want to perhaps steal a little bit of you all's thunder because there's one more idea that I want to express that helps to minimize Wizard of Oz fear and keep you in the proper posture and in the proper vibration. And there are a couple of ideas that I've heard you all speak about um, in weeks past on the show, and one that I haven't even mentioned to my wife. Um, so the idea of Ho'oponopono is one of the most powerful tools that a person can use to stay vibrationally high. And it's like Laota was saying earlier, when you are vibrationally high, when you're in gratitude, when you're in love, when you're in forgiveness, you don't have the capacity to entertain Wizard of Oz fear. And the other thing is, there are times when you can't do it yourself because you're, you're in the throes of it. But if you are aware enough to know that you can call on a friend to help you through it, you can help shrink that Wizard of Oz back to the humbug. And one of the things that uh, my wife, Laota, does and is, I think of her as the friend that you need when you're in that space where you can't do it yourself. She is one of the divine's tuning forks. She can help you restore the vibration that you need that will help you fortify yourself from that point forward. And with that, I'm going to turn the mic back over to my family and thank everyone for the opportunity to participate and I greet you. Namaste. <laughs> thank you, Wayman. Thank you very much. One of the things that uh, we were speaking earlier Right before the show, we were having a, a family conversation, and Ahad, who does the spiritual consultations, was sharing something that comes through from the Lords of the Akasha in the Akashic Records. And I'd like for you to share that now, Ahad, some of the things that, you're, that you get when um, uh, concerning this idea of what we do and uh, what, it, what it does for others. Would you be willing to do that? Yes, of course. Well, our goal here and our family goal is to extend the experience of family to everyone and 
the way we're going about doing that is by opening up our resources, whether it's information, knowledge that has been gained over years of trials and tribulations, like what Wayman has uh, offered us right now, or healing, like what what my mom offers. What we're doing is we're extending what we have of ourselves to every person who has need or interest in it. Now, a part of what we're also doing is inspiring others to do the same. And one example of how we we are looking to eliminate fear by doing by by having a strong family like foundation and energy with everyone is for example, we have people who are extremely creative, who are great creative minds. However, their minds are geared towards that, and they're happy and, and, and just joyful when they're being that. But what they don't have is ones who have the ability to cause them to be able to live off of, live in a a comfortable way by doing what they love. So basically, they don't have someone or they don't have the knowledge or information on how to support themselves off of their creativeness, whether let's say art as an example. You know, if you're an artist and you and it just brings you joy and it brings people joy to see your art and it heals people through seeing your art and like we spoke about a couple of weeks ago about or last week on the talents and gifts. That's a gift. And the world needs that gift. However, you might not have the capacity to sustain yourself off of just doing your gift. So what we're looking to do is set up the environment, the family environment, where we can tap into each other's abilities and resources so that you can do your part of healing the world and I can assist you in staying free to do that where you don't have to worry about and you are you going to you know are you going to have to uh have a place to stay are you going to have a car to drive are you going to have gas money to go from here or there are you going to be able to purchase art utensils things like that so we're we're extending this family environment to a point where everyone has people that they can tap into and ask questions of they're, you know, they can tap into someone's knowledge, wisdom, information, uh, abilities to receive healing from each other. So one thing that we all, always get when we're doing the, uh, the consultations, the energetic consultations, is how key whatever someone has to offer this planet, how key it is and how they, we need to value it. And here we value what every person brings to the table. So one of the big things that we're, we want to everyone to experience from us is this family vibration. That's why when we open the show, we say, good morning, family. That's why every experience you have with us is a family-like experience because in reality, we are from the same source. So we are, from, we are family. And this is something that we... It, we're extremely interested in everyone experiencing that vibration and it gives you a reason not to be in fear because you don't have to feel like you're stepping out on your own. You don't have to feel like 
if you're going to, you know, if you're going to be a creative mind and you're going to do your art and you're going to do whatever it is, or you're going to do your music or whatever the thing that you do is, that you have to be in fear that you're going to have to fight the system of the world in order for you to just be happy, to do what you love. We don't want you to fight the system of the world. We want you to bring your art to the people who will appreciate it and value it. Then you can be happy and you have nothing to fear and we can be happy and receiving the high vibrations of the thing that you have to offer. So that's a that's that's how we're looking to eliminate fear from with all the people that works with us, all the people that comes to to be a part of what we have to do or what we have to offer. Well, you know, we have um, some really interesting things coming up. I'm hoping that um, in our next segment, you're going to hear a story, a story of transformation that will culminate some of the things that we've talked about today. So we'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you are originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing. And you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Laota of the Sun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Well, welcome back. And we are back with our special story of transformation today. And our story is coming from Brian. Brian, are you with us? I am here in Lakesh. In Lakesh, welcome to the show. And I'm so excited to hear your story of transformation. Would you start at the beginning, Brian? Absolutely. I'm blessed and honored to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I have been working with Laota for about six months or so now. And I'll give you a little bit of my background. I have studied esoteric and 
psychology for about 15 years. I've got an MD and a PhD in complementary medicine, and let's say that I've tasted the Kool-Aid in a lot of places. Um, most recently, I could tell probably a dozen different stories of transformation, and we could go on for hours and hours, but most recently, and the one that I'm most grateful for today is related to my relationship with my father and the experience that my family is is having with my father. <laughs> to give you the background, my father was a Chicago police officer for over 38 years. Um, was in the detectives division for quite some time, um, a youth officer for quite some time, and then at the tail end of his career was in a special task force to track down serial rapists and killers for the mayor's office. He has seen a tremendous amount of, let's call it the lowest vibrational activity that we can see on the planet today. Um, he hasn't fared well through his life experiences and has been a highly functioning alcoholic for my entire life. Um, as of the last five to seven years or so, the alcoholism has gotten out of control. Um, it's manifesting in discordant behavior, discordant thoughts, tremendous amount of anger, resentment, um, and a whole slew of acting out in ways that are not socially acceptable, not spiritually acceptable, and has caused a lot of challenges in his life for not only himself, but for my mother and my family. <laughs> As I'm listening to the segment today, I'm realizing how much of my life and my relationship with my father has been related to being afraid of him or being afraid to step out of the family environment um, that, frankly, was unhealthy for me to participate in. So we fast forward to... Two years, two years back from today, my father um, had a psych psychological break and ended up being put into prison for breaking an order of protection. He was incarcerated for six months. Uh, when we look at, you know, the history there or the irony of a Chicago police officer being put into Cook County Jail for six months, it's it, it, it's really outrageous. So um, after my father was released from county, he did okay for probably six months and then picked up his old habits and spiraled out of control again. Well, most recently, about a month ago, he threatened my life with a bomb threat and um, threatened to kill me. And this is, a, this is a culmination of years and years of mental, physical, and emotional abuse that I had allowed myself to endure. Well, um, I had to step in and get an order of protection put in place and appear in front of the judge and ask that, you know, the court system intervene. <clears throat> this experience was extremely challenging for me until my spiritual committee asked me to reach out to LOTA. Well, with LaOta's assistance, LaOta stepped in, helped me understand that my father was, my father's soul was being challenged with entities that had taken over and were driving his addictive behavior, um, feeding on the emotional outbursts 
of not only him, but the physical energy associated with us in the physical world who were emotionally responding to his behavior, um, and a slew of other challenges. So, Loota stepped in to help not only clear the home environment, um, Al on our team also helped out clearing the home and the vehicles and has been extremely supportive. Um, but as a result of this, I had, from my human experience, I had no way of understanding um, how going in front of the judge and stepping up to protect myself, number one, protect my family, and protect the rest of the people on the street and in this world that could potentially have been hurt by his behavior was shifting me out of a place of fear and into a place of unconditional love and understanding and acceptance. Um, I had no way from my human perspective to see how this all could potentially work itself out with him receiving the type of care that he needs. He's extremely mentally ill on top of the alcohol addiction. So he's bipolar. Um, he's got narcissistic tendencies and a whole slew of other psychological disorders. And with the years of alcohol abuse, his mental capacity has been diminished severely and he's becoming delusional and a little bit demented. So there's a whole slew of challenges here. The long story short is he needs care and not incarceration. But unfortunately, the way that these systems are set up today, um, you can no longer have someone put in psychiatric care against their will. So as I'm trying to weigh out these options and try to get my father the care that he needs, I'm seeing that what's going to ha happen in, in front of the judge is that he's going to get put back in jail again, and that was not the desired outcome. Well, again, that is from my human perspective, which is very limited. So in comes Loda and team, clears the situation, helps with some soul work for my father, um, basically does a soul retrieval, um, soul clearings to get him centered back within his body and much less toxic than he had been. We fast forward to the court appearance. Um, we go in front of the judge. The judge, number one, my father is much more docile and um, agreeable than he had ever been in the past, at least in the past five years that I can remember. In fact, he didn't even challenge any of the charges that were brought against him. He pled guilty to everything. As a result, the judge did not put him back in jail. They ordered him into psychiatric evaluation, alcohol and drug treatment, anger management, and any other type of, and probation, so that he's going to be constantly monitored. So I walked out of this courtroom with such a tremendous sense of relief, gratitude, and unbelievable understanding that when we let go of needing things to unfold in the limited way that our human experience or human perspective puts limitations on and allows the divine to come in and assist us, that miracles are, are absolutely possible. 
So now not only is my mom safe, I'm safe, my family is safe, and everyone in our community is safe and he can't hurt them, but he is also receiving the love and the care that he requires in order to take care of his health and his condition. Um, this is just one instance in my experience over the past several months of the transformative power that exists here through Ho'oponopono, through releasing fear, and through working with Laoda and implementing the tools that, that she's teaching. So, Laoda, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Well, thank you so much, Brian. This was a very heartfelt story, and I, I was definitely in the process with you. And um, I think it's wonderful that you share this with people because there's more of this experience. This is something that will speak to many, many, many people who will hear this now and in the future because mm -hmm. many people are dealing with the same situation. And uh, you don't have to be alone. And the things that you conquered... You know, you stepped into courage, and um, there is no courage until you do a thing. You know, no one is courageous until you do the thing, until you go to the place, till you do the thing you're most fearful of, till you step through that, and you did that, and you can pat yourself on the back and give yourself a high five because you, dear Brian, are courageous. So I um, thank you very much for this story today. We appreciate it. And it is interesting that our topic um, is so closely aligned to your particular transformational story. Yes. Well, and especially at this time of the year, one of the things I was reflecting on and preparing to come in and tell this story within a 10-minute window, it, 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 I, was, it, I was blessed with the understanding that there are many people that the holidays present many, many challenges, especially related to personal relationships, family relationships, and so forth, and that they, this time of the year can present itself with fear and anxiety and a lot of the things that we're talking about on the show today, and there is an opportunity for us to bring that into the forefront and recognize that those situations although are challenging, but again, like Wayman said, there is nothing here to fear and that we can move through them if we lean on the resources that we have around us to help us, help guide us through it. Yes, sir. That's exactly, that's exactly right. And what you chose to express today and what we experience from each person who expresses their transformational story is the exact experience that we would like for everyone who's listening in to have or to hear. Because in order to make the decision to transform yourself, when you're listening to someone else to, for assistance, it's great to hear or know that they are coming from the same place where you came or where you're at, so to say. So we're all on this journey together. We all are having these different experiences that make us able to help those coming up behind us, that make us able. So now you will see what you've experienced, Brian, in others and be able to help them out of it from experience, not from theory, you know? And that's that's the exact thing. We, that's the family environment that we want. And that's the thing that we, why we have everyone coming on and giving these, these transformational stories. So thank you so much 
And I'm running out of time, so I do want to speak on briefly. We have our quantum light clearing class uh, coming up in January here in Florida. It's January 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. So everyone who's interested, feel free to contact us and uh, get more information on that. As well as... Uh, Don't think about it. Do it. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, exactly. You, <laughs> and same with the whole Pono Pono. We're doing, for the new year, we're doing half off on whole Pono Pono services. Whole Pono Pono is the ancient art of healing through love. And I can't imagine one person who 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 would who can actually say no to love, you know? <laughs> so everyone, feel free to visit our website, www.dnareplicate.com. You can contact us through the website for any information, any questions, concerns, whatever you might have. We look forward to hearing from everyone, and we will speak with everyone next week. Thank you very much, and Lakesh. Well, I want to say one last word, and that is that, you know, we are inextinguishable. We cannot be threatened. We cannot be extinguished. And moving through our fear is one way for us to have that realization. So bravo for everyone who has stepped forward and bravo for all of you who will. In Lakesh, everyone. Thank you for tuning into Transformation. Please join Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a positive, life-changing week.